The Eason Book Club on the Pat Kenny Show. Sharing book recommendations with book lovers every month. Now, for this month's Eason Book Club, we chose Mother, Mother by Annie McManus. What did the panel think of the book? Well, Claudia Carroll, Stephanie Preisner and Keith Walsh are uh, joining us. Um, Keith selected the book, but we'll get maybe Stephanie to tell us a little bit about it first, and then we'll get the verdict. Stephanie, good morning. Good morning. Um, this book, I was very excited to read this book because I'm aware of Annie McManus as a DJ. So when I heard she was writing her first book, I was like really excited about it. Um, so it's about this... Um, this woman called uh, Mary and her family and it's kind of in two two timelines right so there's the past when she was a teenager and her growing up but then this much slower plot which is about this 24 hour period of her life and it's set in Belfast and it's a mystery kind of like a mystery book I don't, I don't really know actually what genre I would describe it as but certainly if it was a film it would be a short film like it's a moment it's almost a study and you know me I've been on I've talked about other books before I'm quite attracted to plot heavy books but this is more of a, a study of sort of grief and addiction and how we pro, like family dramas but there's not an awful lot of plot which is something that I struggled with in it but it is beautifully okay. written Claudia normally manages to find plot in um, situations <laughs> where other people might fail to do so. What did you think of it, Claudia? Well, do you know, for me, I think um, Annie McManus's book, Mother Mother, should be sold accompanied by a box of Kleenex. I wept. I really wept at the end. If you asked me what was the theme of this book, I would say it's about history repeating itself and the past just being destined to keep repeating until you learn the lesson life is presenting you. We start um, with a middle-aged woman. We start in the middle, if you like. Um, The prologue is middle-aged woman, Mary, living in Belfast with her son, TJ. Um, And she has a cry for help. She walks out on her home, her, her son, and disappears. And her son goes into a tailspin of worry. He's a young man. He's working in a bar. He wants to get as far away from Belfast as he can, go to the States, live life. And uh, he realises that actually does, how well does he really know his mother's backstory? Because we learn, we go back to uh, the past then, to the 1990s, with actually, I thought, a very interesting nod to Dairy Girls, because in the section set before the Good Friday Agreement, um, we, we, we have the troubles and, you know, policing on the streets, soldiers on the streets, as background noise, really, it's it's a part of life, but it's not people just get on with their lives. So I, I thought that was interesting. And we see Mary as a child. Her mother has died when she was a baby. Her father is an alcoholic, works for the Royal Mail. And she, even though she's the youngest, is looking after her older brother, Sean, and her dad. And neither of them appreciate her. She's a character, a very solitary character who just sublimates her whole sense of self in the men in her life. She becomes pregnant at 18. She's an innocent. She doesn't really know what's going on. Um, Has her baby, rears him entirely on her own and the son grows up more or less the same as the dad and the brother. And Mm. they annoyed me. The men in the book annoyed me because I thought they don't appreciate this woman who is doing everything for for her. 
Right. Now we'll, we'll say a little more about uh, plot lines for fear of um, spoiling it for the listeners who haven't yet embarked on Mother Mother. Now, Keith, your rationale in selecting it and then your verdict. Yeah, like, I mean, obviously I'd heard of uh, Annie, Annie Mack, DJ Annie Mack, and this is her first book. And I was interested as a, as a fan of her radio shows. And uh, I just thought, well, this would be interesting. As a, I knew that she had kind of given up the, the radio uh, to concentrate on, on this book. So I thought, well, this would be interesting. And uh, it's I, I loved it. She describes it as, as a love letter to the city, and she I mean she loves Belfast, and I think she's done it justice here in this book. I mean it's it's really well written, and uh, I think that I agree with Stephanie on the um, on the plots, the plot lines. But I think there's so many stories in this, like the layers of stories, because you're talking about. I mean, you've got Mary, you've got TJ, you've got Mary's dad, you've got Mary's brother, you've got like, and also your, your Mary's mother, and. It, it basically, for me, boils down to, to the story of how the damage that can be done to one person can filter down through the generations. And it takes mm. then maybe someone like TJ to realize, uh, to, to be that person to sort of uh, almost stop the, um, the, the damage. You know what I mean? Like he, he kind of realizes what's going on and what, what he has. And he's the first one to kind of realize what's going on, really. And uh, he kind of saves the you- family in a way. You mention uh, capturing the the sense of place in, in Belfast, and I often wonder about, say, younger readers uh, who don't remember, for example, driving across the border at Ochnacloy or up at Newry, going through that chicane with, um, you, you know, the, the the watchtower, and you knew that the microphones were on you and that the binoculars were on you, the squaddies were there. You opened your window. You were, the, you know, the troops on the streets of Belfast. Uh, maybe novels are a good way to convey that l- lest people need reminding of how bad things were. Well, I yeah, think like, I, I, I don't remember any of that. Like, and I, you know, you definitely get a sense of the tension. I don't know that if you don't have the memory, all of that is going to be evoked by this book. But there's definitely a sense of like, oh, this this place is 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 occupied by people who and it's tense and it's you know you, you do get that sense of it. Yeah. Um, you were saying, Keith, as well, that sense of place, it is an achievement. Yeah, it is, because I think that she deals with, all, like, I mean, all of that, the stuff that, the, the, that stuff that people had to put up with living in Belfast, that's all trauma. And and this book is about trauma and how people deal with trauma and, and you know, the alcoholism and the, I mean, she lives in the same house all her life and different people have different ways of dealing with the trauma, but it all comes out somewhere and it all, you know, it affects the people around them. But but the mm-hmm. this, the the... The stuff that people were dealing with in Belfast, that's not central to the story. It's just, it's well, it's nicely placed within the story, within the book. And I love the fact that because she knows her music and she's a DJ, like she will mention, there'll be a small mention of, like she'll be in a, she'll be describing a scene and it'll be Mary, young Mary, and she'll mention Brian Adams on the radio and straight away you know exactly where she's talking about and what time you're in. Do you know what I mean? She's very good at that. Like she mentions Take That, she mentions Blur. And you know exactly where she when she's talking about. Yeah, um, maybe we even expected more music from uh, Annie, Annie Mack. Um, Claudia, then, uh, who's going to enjoy this book with or without the Kleenex? <laughs> um, I th- it's a beautifully written, gentle, sensitive book about a woman who, uh, for me, is just completely let down by the man who she has done everything for. She's the one keeping the show on the road. Um, it's a gentle, very persuasive story. And, I, you know, I would 
highly recommend it just for a, a summer read. You'd, you'd read it very quickly. All right, Stephanie. Who do I think should read it? Um, I think yeah, that... And, and your own verdict on the book. Oh, yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed the book. I and, and it's exactly as Claudia has just said. It was gentle. I sort of sailed through it. I was able to put it down, make a cup of tea. Yeah, it was emotional. It wasn't that like, oh, my God, I have to find out what's happening next. But it was kind of a companion book. So, you know, if you want that sort of a gentle read, something to read at night time, something to read if you're on holidays, you're de- anyone who reads it is going to enjoy parts of it and the beauty of it. So give it a go. All right. And uh, Keith, obviously you enjoyed your own choice. Yeah, I really did. And I would say there's another book called Skin Town by Kieran McManus, which might be another good accompaniment to this book if you want to know the other side of the troubles and all that kind of stuff. Okay, well, Claudia's turn is next month. I'll read out for our listeners uh, the choice of books that Claudia will be perusing over the next few days. Uh, One is called Did You Hear Mammy Died by Seamus O'Reilly. The second one is Such a Quiet Place by Megan Miranda. The third is The First Day of Spring by Nancy Tucker. And the fourth is Yours Cheerfully by AJ Pierce. And uh, Claudia will be uh, thinking about that and we'll catch up with her after the weekend and pass on the recommendation to our readers and book clubs as to what we might read for August. But for the moment, our Eason Book Club panel, uh, my thanks to Stephanie Preisner, to Claudia Carroll and to Keith Walsh. 